hand hand eye coordination. Like hand eye <laughs> coordination. I feel like I could take you down. Okay. How do we test that? Well, boxing? No, 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 because that's a that's a slap boxing. No, I'm not gonna slap box you because I don't want to die. Hey, welcome to Rec Reflect. recording so um because you know as always it'll be daniel's problem which to, is the meat which is the meat of this whole episode anyways yeah it's daniel's can we problem just, can we call this episode daniel's problem right daniel's problem well, well do we call it daniel's problems because it's the two of us or yeah. is it a singular set of problems of dealing with both of us right that's a good idea i'm not daniel, sure daniel problem daniel's problem one and problem two Problem. Yeah. Whoa. Well, then that means we have to jockey for who's number one and who's number two. Oh, no. We made it very clear in the podcast who's one and who's two. I don't think we have. Um, we talked about Timon and Pumbaa. Or y'all uh, talked about Timon and Pumbaa. That made it very clear where I was ranked on this whole thing. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not upset about that either, but we'll, I don't want to spoil it too much. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me open it up. All right. Here is the start of the audio with my interview with Daniel. Before we do this, did yes. you have you watched Bo Burnham's Inside special yet? Yes, I watched it the day it came out, out and, and it was yeah. I've watched it about four times total. It's really you, good. You watched where he like reviews his his song and then it just keeps that was that's pretty good. Like why is he crying? Why is it? <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Here is the beginning of our audio. It's Daniel's problem now. This is. <laughs> That's why I kept when you hear that over and over again. Okay, I'm pausing it because I hear my voice and I really dislike the sound of my own voice. I, I, was, about, I was about to say, I feel like this is going to be so much harder for you to get through than for me because you're having to listen to yourself. I'm like, so glad I wasn't part of this uh, <laughs> recording and having to listen to myself yeah. again. But you, but you know, you pick on yourself, but you sound so good coming in. You're like, it's Daniel's problem now. Daniels, but, it's yeah. very, very. Okay. Let me hit the episodes. How do you feel about that? Um, or is it kind of like it, it happens so much it means nothing to you now? It depends. It depends on if if I don't have a lot of time to edit the podcast, <laughs> then sometimes I'm like, yeah, it is my problem now. Just keep talking, and then I don't have to edit this part out or yeah. whatever. Um, How many of those? It's Daniel's problem now. Do you just like leave in? One in every eight, maybe. I'm gonna to try to add more now. <laughs> I do. I do consciously. I try to say it's Daniel's problem now more often. I'm glad. I was glad to hear that he said like it doesn't bother him too much. You know. Well, now I'm gonna be obnoxious with it. So we weren't obnoxious with it beforehand. You don't think? <laughs> no. I mean, I wasn't. Like I would try to say it, but now I'm going to really like lean into it. My favorite part is just watching like our guests be like. Um, who's Daniel? Yeah, and then they kind of get confused because you're Jordan Daniel. They're like, "Are you talking about yourself in a way?" Yeah, so, yeah. maybe everybody has thought like he's talking about himself in third person, which is yeah, clearly not like not, this not out of the question for you. Oh gosh, <laughs> I really hope I never give that kind of vibe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like <laughs> in Super Troopers, meow. Yeah. So yeah. All right, uh, meow. Cat to you. All right, meow. All right. <laughs> oh well. Okay, so here we have Daniel Ramirez. 
You are the producer for the podcast. Uh, first, just introduce yourself and kind of give us your background. Um, well, I'm Daniel. I'm the producer. Um, uh, my background, I was born here in San Angelo. I went to Angelo State and studied mass media from 2013 to 2016, and at which point in 2016, I didn't have a, a solid job lined up and plenty of stresses to not know what I was going to do next. But I had a lot of friends who were in the grad program here at ASU for when you're in the coaching, sport, recreation, and fitness administration. That is that, such that was a, a long fantastic. program title. Yeah, that was such a fantastic mouthful. This is so funny listening to this talk because I see your face on Zoom and, and I hear your voice. And it's like when you're watching TV and the voice and the face like don't match up on TV, it's really bugging you. Yeah. You know, it's like I'm hearing you, I'm, I'm seeing you just sit there listening to yourself talk, <laughs> but I'm also hearing your voice. And it's like really wigging me out on this Zoom call right now. <laughs> right now, I just say it's an athletics and recreation administration. It's yeah. just so much easier to say when I'm talking about it. It is a mouthful. Can it you rewind that and just, make it, and just make him say that one more time? Well, it, okay. So uh, for the fidelity of just keeping our audio good, I'll just say what he was saying. So our program title at Angelo State is Coaching Sport, Recreation, and Fitness Administration. Has there been an idea maybe to narrow that down? Uh, Has anybody brought brought that to the table yet? Like, can we narrow that down just a little bit? (laughs) So um, I don't think that that's a conversation we should get in onto the podcast, but um, (laughs) just know that it has uh, been brought up before. Nice. So it's been brought up before, and that is the title currently. So if you can tell by how the conversations went. So I, and then I got into that program, completed that. And by 2018, um, I was finished in the summer of 2018. And it was at that point where I moved up to the Boston area with my now fiance. Fianced. 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 I don't know how far to go with the, the young crowd. I feel like I'm probably the youngest person you've had on the show now. How old are you? 26. Uh, it may be. Now I feel like now I'm getting nervous about sounding like a complete, just millennial to all of your audience. Okay. So that's okay. Um, I'm <laughs> in, in the time frame of generations. I am. This is, this is one thing I love about you is that the generation is like one of your favorite topics to talk, to talk about there. Well, yeah, I really do love it because I think it's misused by so many people in the workplace like when there's like these dang millennials and I uh, have a I have a person on campus that will rail against millennials and I'm like, well, hey, man, don't you know that I'm a millennial, right? Like I'm 36. I've got a doctorate and I'm your colleague and I am in the group of people you're you're talking about. And I get told, I'm like, well, you're not you're one of the good ones. And I'm like, well, I, <laughs> am I the token millennial? Is that what? <laughs> Is that, am I the one yeah. good example of it? And I was like, I don't believe in that. I don't think, I think that there's just, there's generational gaps. And when we learn how to interact and communicate through those gaps, our organization as a whole gets stronger because yeah. we get to leverage everybody's strengths. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's taken people a long time to realize that millennials aren't all 21, 22 year olds now. Well, this is Gen Z, or now they're called, what's the new one, Zoomers, because of online education. Yeah, makes sense. The Zoomers, the Zoomers will you, be the new Boomers. Have you heard about the, like what 
generation um like your daughters and and my kids are i have i have what is it i've heard that i've heard that the alpha generation is what they're going to be called alpha which is pretty pretty that's pretty bold that's pretty bold (laughs) that's pretty bold it seems like they gave them that's pretty early that's pretty early to to begin or you know or the greatest generation they gave yeah. them that, and I'm like, uh, uh, hey, there, you've got a lot of living of people to do. Let's <laughs> let's calm down. Yeah, I'm not saying you aren't good or great, but it's that EST at the end, a millennial. And I'm at the latter end of the millennials, probably close to what Gen Y? No, I don't know. I don't even know anymore. Anyways, the point is, I came here, finished that, and now I live uh, in the Boston area, just outside of Salem, Massachusetts, which is fun. And what do you do there? I work at a private college doing, uh, in student affairs where I coordinate transportation things, um, and oversee some like student centered spaces in our student center. Okay. And then just help out with programming. It's been a weird, when I first got the job, it was strictly transportation because it was such a pain in the butt for everyone else. Yeah. But over the last two and a half years, it's transformed to something else. But I like to say, like, my passions are doing my podcast, working on voiceover career things and getting back into the media stuff that I really loved. Because when I was in college, I was working at the local foster communications and I was doing board op. I was working on the weekends. I was working holidays. I was um, doing color commentary with jeremy bryant sports um i was public address announcing for like pretty much all of the sports at one time it felt like uh, at asu i started off doing softball my senior semester of high school just filling in for a guy and that took off to me just doing that full-time because he was also working with the San Angelo Bandits, the indoor football team. I feel like it's such a throwback. It's so weird looking at that. I don't now. think they're a thing anymore. No, they're not. They were the Stampede and the Bandits or something like that. I'm going to um, fast forward a little anyways, bit. Anyways, he went there. to the Bandits and then he ended so much because a lot of it was like the person you bring in for a couple of hours, like security than what I was doing, a bunch of part-time jobs. Gig, gig yeah. economy. Gig, 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 gig. You do. Shaman bear. Yeah, personally, yeah. Well, took this out. Is the good stuff. <laughs> no, I think I want to leave that out of context. No, no, we are not. Okay, okay. This is where we need to pick up with, with my notes. <laughs> okay. What's as up? long as we hear Shaman Bear, I want to, just want to hear Shaman Bear before we get into it, and I want to make sure we talk about the trap story. So as <laughs> okay, long as we're sure. on that, because this I have a funny note for that one. Do you have the timestamp of when the trap story? Was? I thought it was around seven minutes, but I could be wrong. Okay. So what do you want to know about Shaman Bear? Yeah. What? Where does Shaman Bear come from? Okay, so um, in uh, Daniel and his friend Alex have their own podcast. And it's called We See It This Way. Um, it's a little more blue than this. I mean, so uh, that what does means, that mean? Uh, so blue, like uh, it, it, in entertainment, blue comedy or working blue. It's a uh, have a cuss cussing. Okay, blue, okay. Like okay, so, okay. it's just. Um, so this is we we try to keep this pretty clean because we want this yeah. to be easy family listening um, for because it's our families only that listen to us. Kerchow, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and so we uh, they have their own podcast, and I was a guest on it. Was it two months ago? And we got in the con. We, we were in a conversation about Dungeons and Dragons, and like who would you be if you were a character in Dungeons and Dragons? And I was trying to create a creative thing 
and so I was like, what if I was a, a bear that could talk, but I was a wizard also that cast a sh- like a spell so that everybody thought I was human, but I just was a bear. And so that's where you are today. Yeah. And so they're like, well, what would you be? And I was like, well, shaman bear. Like I was, I, I'm literally just a bear walking around, but I'm casting this illusion spell that you think I'm a human. So I have all the benefits of being strong like a bear fast like a bear but then you think i'm just human so that's that's what that was yeah so i don't know if we had gotten into the talk about you throwing the weights around like they were nothing no because because i think that's coming up and 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 maybe maybe go to play that part and i'll tell you kind of what was going through my head when i heard that okay your whole family (laughs) well i saw how (laughs) i saw how sad they were making you when you were working out so i just let's get a little bit of revenge oh so it was nice then yeah okay Okay, uh this is probably a story we'll that we'll edit out but the most frustrated i've ever been doing something physical okay so so i want to shout you out because you how much okay how much weight have you lost in the last like couple years um so i've lost i think probably about 50 pounds in the past year and a half of 50 pounds of fat and then put on about 20 pounds of muscle Okay, so you are looking so handsome, handsomer than ever before, and I'm so proud of you. And, and I know you shared on Facebook today kind of your progress, and I thought in my head, I was like, huh, a year and a half ago, what were we doing like a year and a half ago? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is this because I beat Jordan? And so I literally wrote on my notes, like, working out craze because of me winning rowing competition? And question then, mark, question, and then mark, question mark, question mark, because <laughs> I was going to ask you about it. I was like, is this working out crazy because of this? And then, oh, um, then you I don't think it's it. a direct thing. No, I think, I, I mean, you can, if I won't disagree, um, I will say that that game, uh, so it's favored the biomechanics, not the absolute power. That's because okay. if, I wasn't that's able fine. to turn up the, so let me just go ahead and say my single rep squat max is 620 pounds. My single rep bench max is right now sitting at 445. Uh, I, so uh, I'll tell you, I've never, I've never squatted or, or benched ever in my life. I have no idea. I have no idea what my rep, rep max would be for that. And <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. But, but I, do know, I do know that according to the game we played, our rowing competition, yeah. I technically won. You did win in something that no one cares about. Well, you know, it was if we for, played any was, other sport. It was for a me. prize. If it was, it was for a prize. You think you could beat me at basketball? Yeah, hundred percent. No. Yeah. No way. Well, I'm you a basketball player. Yeah, I. So I don't want you to take this personally. I'm a better athlete than you. No. Okay. What's Sports are we going to play in to determine this? Anything, not football. Football does not count. Anything that requires any amount of jumping, sprinting, power, I got you. Tennis. Oh, ten, no. That's golf. Oh, no. Baseball. The, how do you play one on one versus in baseball? I would, I could pitch to you and you could pitch to me. I, I don't know. Probably. Okay, you, but basketball, probably, you, you think you can beat me at basketball? One hundred percent. I'm. I'm. I okay. How tall are you? I'm six three, but I did just test my vertical uh, four weeks ago, and I have a twenty seven inch vertical. 
I'm like really good skilled wise at basketball. Okay. I can dunk right now. That's fine. Yeah, this is a lot. And, and the, I can get this body moving really quick. You, like, you, I, I, I don't think say on the podcast about how I've, I have surprised so many people about how they will tell me like, man, you're so much faster than I thought you were. You do have the Mickey Mantle gene. I will say that like deceptively athletic. So as much as I'm poking fun at you, you are, you know what? If we were at traps, uh, you would be the person that I would pick first for my dodgeball team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Are you, are you good? Are you okay? So how coordinated are you? Uh, I played, I was a college athlete. So coordinate. No, 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 no. <laughs> you were, what, what college sport did you play? I played football, but I am very what position did you play? offensive what position? line. Uh, so any, if you, anybody that knows anything about college football, offensive linemen have great hands. I think that all the, all the, all the things that you're hearing about, Oh, offensive linemen don't have bad hands. No, it's just the most athletic, unathletic people in your high school were probably offensive linemen. And that's what you remember. I think, I think it's all about definition because fitness wise fit, fit strength wise. Yeah, I'll give you that 100%. You are way more strong than I am fit than I am. You've used me as a human weapon. Let's not forget that. But athletic coordinator-wise, coordinator-wise, I feel like I can can take you down coordination-wise. It's the one good gene I've passed on to my son is that he's he's as coordinated as I am. Okay. Hand-eye coordination. Like, (laughs) hand-eye coordination. I feel like I could take you down. Okay. How do we test that? Boxing? Well, no, 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 because that's a that's a slap boxing. No, I'm not gonna slap box you because I don't want to die. <laughs> I want to. I want to live. Okay, what, 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 what would be the sport you would choose for us to play? Even playing, how do we do? This? Is it basketball? Uh, I think it has to be basketball. No, four square. Four square. I'm kickball. I, kickball four square. I'm pretty lethal at four square because I think uh, also I'd like to play four square with you because I think because we have such long reaches, we would just control the game. Hey, we played pickleball at the last traps, didn't we? We did. So, okay, let, let's, pick- let's push play and let's, let's move ping forward. Pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping pong. Uh, and you would win ping pong. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's, let's move on. Cool. Yeah. That was with Will. <laughs> No. Well, we may be able to keep it in. Um, And I'm going to give the story. The last Institute we did uh, face to face, Mm -hmm. we're down in Galveston. um, And it was, oh my gosh, that's like a week before, two weeks before the shutdown happened in Texas. Oh, wow. I think, yeah, we were there and it was that week, then a week of school. And then there was our spring break. And then during our spring break, we got advanced to a uh, bonus spring break. And then during bonus spring break, they said, yeah, you need to transfer every single, single thing you do in the classroom to an online environment. <laughs> Good luck. Um, but okay. We were at the Institute and yeah. me and Will, um, because we're, we've, we're old friends. Yeah. Uh, we were just palling around looking at different stuff, just hanging out. This is even before we had formally uh, take, taken the podcast idea to traps. Okay. We're just milling it around between ourselves. You're like, oh, you know, like two basic white guys. You're like, we should do a podcast. <laughs> um, is, our, is this our midlife crisis? 
Okay, well, that's what we also that's what we also need to talk about is the fact that you think that the both of us are are in our middle age midlife crisis right now. Well, I don't know. Like we, it could. I'm be. not even. I'm not even thirty yet. Well, I, I mean, doesn't mean you're. I mean, you're not gonna live forever, so might as well have it sooner rather than later. Get Gosh, all figured you, out. What did I did I hurt you recently or something? <laughs> <laughs> our generation's version of the '90s. We should start a band. Yeah. Okay. Really so we, we we were doing the <laughs> we should do a podcast. Um, and so we were walking around, and there was a, a, a vendor who was doing a competition of uh, a rowing machine. Oh. And whoever could, I think, go the farthest or like in a set time. And okay. so, uh, so just, I'm not making fun of Will. <laughs> but if you look, <laughs> okay, so. This is the second time you've had to do this in this podcast. Preface <laughs> it. Give a disclaimer. <laughs> well, because at, at, at my core, I love you deeply because you're a very, like you are, you have surpassed just like good for like best friend status you were like blood brother we're for brothers. life we're brothers it's on my notes here that we're brothers and and i think at the institute we do get like they're like hey y'all related i'm like yeah, yeah probably yeah. some somewhere like look big tall redhead yeah all right here my side we're both really big dudes <laughs> okay but we're different types of big yes um will's like wow that guy's a large man like he's potentially someone shaved a yeti which i agree with you you stand by that you stand by that you're i mean how tall do you think you are i'm like six foot five i think you're closer to six six yeah i wouldn't be surprised like take him from the wild shaved him put him into the population (laughs) while like you look at me you're like i get a lot of that did you used to play football yeah, and so I, so uh, just like in like stature, we look different, and so we were at that thing, and we were pull, and I I pulled and I got the top spot, and so he, I you know I warmed up, I stretched, I got I got ready and everything, and I did it. He what he did was in his jeans, <laughs> dress shoes, and I think a cardigan. He <laughs> he sat down and he demolished my record, <laughs> and. I distinctly remember you had a Pepsi in your hand, a can of Pepsi that you put down on the ground and then immediately picked it up and took a sip of it without breathing hard as I was still breathing hard from my turn. Yeah, this is, I've always been, I think, more athletic than people would give me credit for. Like I've had so many people tell me like, man, you're you're more athletic than you look kind of thing. And so I don't know if I'm just like a a, like a skinny person trapped in a big person's body or something like that. I don't, I don't think that of myself at all, but like, I'm all, I wouldn't say I'm like super fast, but I'm faster than I look. And so it just, it, it was funny to do this, do this rowing thing with you. And like, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we could talk about the science behind the biomechanics. And I have no doubt that you can put out more power than I can. But in the competition, I was the winner. You were. And I'm going to take I got so mad, but it's like the friendly competition. So yeah. I, I did it again. Yeah. And I just barely like by a, by a point got yeah. better than him. And he's like, Oh man, Hey, good JD. That's a good job. He did it again. <laughs> and he demolished my record again. I'm just like, I don't know how much more I can do that. And so we did this seven times. <laughs> this is all in the hour before I give a presentation, which two of my co-presenters uh, had to, they, they had it where their schedules didn't work out, that we we created the thing and we, 
they were going to, I had, there were going to be three speakers, me mm-hmm. and then two others. They had to pull out. And so it was just me giving like an hour long lecture slash interactive session, uh, at traps. And the hour before it's about every five to seven minutes. I am like doing, uh, a, a, a very strenuous activity for 30 to 40 seconds. <laughs> I am sweating bullets when we when I go into the presentation and I'm sure like, why is there, everybody's there. They're like, why is this man breathing really, really hard? It's like, well, cause I had to bend over and tie my shoes, but <laughs> it's because I got so frustrated. I was getting high anxiety that oh I was God. not winning against Will. How, how does it feel listening to this? It doesn't feel good. I'm no? stri- I am straight up not having a good time. Because I'm, I'm having getting, a great time. I'm having a great time. Because I'm getting angry at it. I'm like, there's no reason. But it kept happening. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just got to give people their due. I, yeah. I had you that day. You, you, know, you, you I had was, me. I was, I, I was, and and let me say, the night before, you stayed out late doing like fun night stuff with everybody else from traps. I'm an old man. So I'm like, I'm going to crank it down at about 10 o'clock. I went to bed. I yeah. think you stayed up till two or three P three, two or 3. AM. That was that two was... hours of sleep. You woke up and then decide you chose violence. <laughs> that was also before uh, kid number two showed up. So just, how different is kid one than kid two with your tiredness, right? Like, don't you go? Uh, it's it, it, it gets it's it's not one plus one. It's like one yeah. times. It, it's times. Not it's not. A, it's yeah. So so my thing is like, after having kid two and like recently and just the changes and everything, I really do feel old. Like you said, in life crisis. Maybe it is. Like, I did play basketball the other day. I played a full court game of basketball and I was hooping it up there with the little youngsters. And I got the court and I was just like, <gasps> you know, I'm like, dang, I am. Cause that never used to happen to me, but like, you know, just sometimes you just get old. So maybe that was my last like moment of being young. Fair. Man, you know? well, you used it well because it embarrassed me. I did. I'll be able to take that to my grave. You got you've got that one. But in my defense, if I could have turned the the, the power set. Here, like, here we go. Here, here we go. <laughs> He's got to find a way to why he lost. <laughs> he just demolished me. And it was so frustrating. <laughs> I like how you figured out what it was. No, that. I did. I <laughs> like I went back and I looked at the machine and I looked at the settings and I was like, this is this is there's no possible way that he can produce more power than me. But at that setting and that time frame, he could I also uh, called a colleague in strength conditioning who has a PhD in strength conditioning no. in, in exercise physiology, and I gave him numbers to to crunch, and God. he's and like like with proposed like what uh, what are height weights uh, proposed like muscle mass, and uh, like he ran the numbers. He's like, yeah, I don't know why you're losing other than other than that the setting must be on low. And he has uh, a longer pull. And I was like, yeah. well, he is like three, two to three inches taller than me. So. Well, I just, you know, I have, I'm not going to, I'll tell you this too. Before, before we did that machine, I've also never done a rowing machine in my life. And you probably haven't done. I've rowed before. Like, nope. I've never, I've never done. I've done ro- actually like actual rowing, but never like that 
you from front to back, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I, I, maybe it was just the setting or maybe it was just that I was meant to do that. You were you, the stars, the stars aligned for you. I could just imagine you going back to your hotel room and like closing all the curtains and then writing on the wall of like all these equations of like putting in Will's height and weight and like the last is, maxes he did. That you that's, made. that's by far my favorite thing that Daniel says on this whole podcast. It's cause I, <laughs> I don't know if I realized how much it ate at you that you were willing to call your strength. Well, and <laughs> yeah, I'm, I am a chronic overthinker. Like I will, I will sit there and spin out thinking about all the, like, all the permutations of every which way it could have gone. Permutations, like all the different ways. So this uh, is why this is why you and I work so well together because you're you're the big brother with the the permutations and the and I'm just like it is what it is. Yeah, you're just Will's Will's Will. You show up and you're just like, hey man, let's have fun. And I'm like, I'm stressed out because I have to figure out like the schedule and what we like. It's as we, we have been recording for 40 minutes now, probably like already 15 minutes is going to get cut out, but okay. I want to, I want to, I want to find his story where he's talking about uh, the working with others in my class. Was it to, are you, okay. Are you going to say the goal was to learn about making special events? The goal is to be, to learn the frustrate, like to learn how to work well together, okay. how to put on an event. So the goal is not the money. Okay. As a hamster, as speaking as hamster in the wheel, I will say no, the goal was to run this. Okay. <laughs> so uh, when I first got to Angelo State, one of the classes that I built was a special event management class as a grad class. And I built it in a way that, that I wanted it to be that they had to learn by doing. And they had, uh, the first one we did was uh, they had to do an on-campus, like soup, like less than $50 budget event and get more than 50 people to do it and so it was the have you ever seen the it's a it's a board where people you put your feet on it you're sitting down and then you each grab like a big old stick and you're trying to pull the other person your direction i can't remember what it's called but we we did that um so that they 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 came up with the idea i approved it we got we did a risk management assessment. We got approval from campus. We reserved a space and we did it. Uh, it was awesome. And each, so they had a pro, about a project a month that they had to do over the three and a half month class that it got progressively more difficult in terms of features they had to have or the depth of it. And so this was a class of master's students who were getting really upset by the end uh, getting really upset working with each other because they had never had to do anything that was that kind of orientation, working with others. It was, it was all, they were working, you know, for most people's academic career, you write a paper yourself or you create a president, like it's by yourself. And so having to look at other people's ideas and meet people in the middle they were getting really frustrated at all. So let me let me play just a little more, and then I have some questions for Will. Okay. Your goal was as a professor. I wanted <laughs> so that's actually one of the books, creating special events that uh, we used. Remember that? Oh yeah, it should say creating special nightmare. Special nightmares. Yeah. Well, because a lot of people in recreation they put out they do special events, and I'm sure that they go through the same amount of feelings and like 
negative feelings and positive feelings that you yes. went through. So um, that, also some of this is probably by m me being a very young professor, not knowing how to structure the class better. How the way I would structure it now yeah. and the kind of the hand I would have, and especially with there were a couple of strong personalities that kind of probably they – I gave probably too much autonomy to the group. You know, you can have that thought. Me as going through that, it, I would not have wanted it to change for the sake of the learning experience. Now that you wouldn't want it, at the time you probably would have wanted it to change. Um, no, actually. I really? think if you would have stepped in and said, hey, let me do this, or hey, oh, no, I will, not, not, not like doing objectives, but of, well, what, what would you have done? Okay, there were people that were... I have no problem with people voicing their opinion. They're like, I think this is the right way to go. But I think that the way that a couple of the students in that class were voicing those 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 thoughts mm -hmm. were one disrespectful. Yes. Uh, and two, borderline abusive. Like this is behavior that if you're working in like a department in recreation, that you would get turned into HR mm. for the words that you're saying to others. You, I mean, like, you probably get written up. So if you were to have been, like, like, if you blew a whistle every time someone said something fireable, is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, I said we had a class of 14. I w very honestly, uh, one person would have gotten written up three different times throughout the semester. Mm. One person would have gotten fired. Okay. So, Will, what are your thoughts so far? Uh, I don't, Well, it's kind of hard to know what, what you would have fired somebody for without I know what they said at the context. Yeah, okay. um, so I still remember these things because they're burned into my memories because there was such a was such an awful experience as a professor to have. I was very new at conflict resolution in terms of being the authority figure that was doing it. So right. the write-ups were um, people, it was a, a girl that uh, in one small group that would turn in work would, would get other people like, hey, you can give me your stuff and I'll give it to Dr. Daniel. And then she would take credit for it. Mm -hmm. um, and she did that twice. And then the third time I, I finally caught her because someone said, why does why does she get all the credit for this? And I was like, well, because she, she, that's her work. Like she said that she, and so um, I'm sure this happens all the time. Um, but I, I, yeah, that was, that was another. That yeah, was that's question. definitely more relatable concept and i don't know it's just word of like academia is i i think speaking from being on the outside is i wonder if academia is more competitive than the the you know the practical side of things the way we won't call it like the, the working side of things is like you're in such a different place when you're when you're in school and that's your world right and you're trying yeah, so you're trying to be the best student you can be in the best around. But I know there's also competitiveness in, in the, the working side of things too, the practical side of things. And so the other thing, like you said, the turning in assignments, that happens so often. Um, you know, in a different way it happens where people take credit for something that's not theirs. And so it's just a, you know, I, I think, right, like would you kick someone out did you kick that person out of the class or did they finish the class? No, they finished the class. They just, they, they, I, I had a conversation with them like, Hey, why did you do this? Yeah. Uh, and they, they, I mean, it was pretty, 
pretty telling. Their 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 answer was, I didn't think I'd get caught. Yeah, I think that's what would be a similar response here. Is like, why did you do this? And they'd say, I liked what you said about the, I don't know, they just made me so angry. And, da, 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 da. and I think that that would be unfortunately the part where people would say, okay, well, you can't do something like that ever again. Like if you do, like it's over. And I think they first definitely, time, both of those students burned their bridges with me because they asked me for letters of recommendations. And I, I said, I can't attach my name to you. I don't trust you that you yeah, yeah, protect yeah. my, like if I vouch for you, that means my name is on the line and I don't right. trust you with my right. name. Yeah. And that's something hard to get back from and hard to, to yeah. admit that you have, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. Unfortunately, I'd say probably not a fireable offense. Fair enough. All right, let me push play. I don't know. This is, this is going to be a good question for Will of like, you have the idea of what yeah. you think wants to, you want to get done and how to do it. And then you have somebody who is, maybe your same level, but you're having to work with them, that they are pulling in a, a different direction. How do you deal with that? How do you deal with it, Will? Huh. Okay, so I know we missed you hide the body deep. <laughs> we missed the first part of that question. So I'm trying to think about what that one was about. Again, it was like how you're dealing with people it's so, so different yeah. visions almost. Yeah, so like a, you, they'll say me and you are on the same team. I am working with you. Uh, I have a vision A for how this thing should go and happen. I feel very strongly about it. And you have a different vision of how this should go. And I'm not willing to work with you or compromise or meet you in the middle. I believe what I believe. And you're like, oh, I'm having to work with somebody who is essentially being a little bit difficult or a lot bit difficult. Yeah. You know, and, and this kind of goes back to like the difference of the worlds we are in is like, at the end of the day, you have up until such a point in time to turn in an assignment, you know, when you're in school. And here it's like your big picture, your big vision, you know, that day to day changes so much in my job, right? Like I'm focused on so many different things and juggling so many different things at one time. But working with difficult people, and, and we've talked about this before, is like, how did people end up where they are kind of thing? Like, how did you end up where you are? I think Daniel touched on this. Like, do people see me? I think you, you might have said it too, Jordan. Like, do people see me this way, the way, the way I see them, you know? And that's always such a, like an interesting thing to me is like, am I the one being the difficult person here? Or, <laughs> you know, like, do you have to look back at yourself? And, and I think Daniel had on here, I put a note on here about how you have to have an ego check every once in a while. You have to be the person who can ego check. And I think that's the biggest thing is working with somebody who's being difficult is like, are they being difficult because you guys have differing visions or are you being difficult just because just for the sake of being difficult and having an ego about something. And if, if you are in that position of like, can you step back and say like, you know what? I'm willing to compromise these things because I care about getting to the final product rather than, you know, it being my way, you know, is if we're, if we're getting to the finish line the same way, I, at some point in time, you just got to say, you know, all right, let's do it this way. That's fine. I'm willing to get there as long as we can work together on it. If it has to be a little bit more their way, that's okay with me as long as we're getting to the same place and the same end goal, you know? Yeah. And so I think Daniel had something in there that was really like, he had to ego check himself. And I put that I can relate to that to where I have to go back and like ego check myself and say like, am I just doing this just to say that I had something to say, you know? Yeah. Uh, Don't mention our thing. He was like, <sighs> like, do you have something to say or why don't you just shut the, you know, <laughs> like sometimes, sometimes I just gotta learn to just shut up, you know? Yeah. 
Well, dude, we are running. We're running out of time. We're at fifty-five Wait. minutes, and he's got. We got into the thick of it here. Yeah, I know. Well, we did spend a good amount of time arguing about who's the better athlete, yeah, we'll and talking about how I lost to you. So we'll just have um, to prove that. Travis. Let's 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 end with this. So I think if we're trying to pull together a common theme of what we're talking about in general, the actual meat is how do we work with people that may not believe the same way as us? And I think you put it in a really cool way that you said doing an ego check. Will you tell us for you, how do you do an ego check on yourself? Um, well, I think I touched on it, but I have to go back to like, you, you just have to go back to your why, right? Like, is the reason why you're doing this because you want your name associated on it? Or is it you want it to be something that your community really enjoys? You know, and I, and I struggle with this. I'm not going to lie. Like, I do struggle with this. I, I struggle with, I won't say keep my mouth shut. Like, I, I struggle with not having my voice heard sometimes. You know, where I will sit back and be like, I don't think I have my voice heard. Like, I like sometimes just to hear my own voice. That's why we started a podcast so that we could hear our own voices. But I have to go back and, like, just say at the end of the day, am I doing this because I want my name associated for it to be like, Will did that? Or is it because I want for people in my town to be like, that was so fun. And I'm so glad we got to do that regardless of who, who put it on, you know? Yeah. And I had to just tell myself that every once in a while. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, none of that really matters as far as who gets credit for what kind of thing. And you get to walk away, you get to go home and walk away and say like, I did a good job. Absolutely. All right. Will, it's been awesome hanging out. This is the, how do you feel? This is the last episode for season one. I, all I feel about, all I feel is I'm super excited for season two. Yeah. Awesome. All right, man. All right. We'll catch y'all next season. <laughs>